I am going to take a, 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 a more than an opportunity here to gloat. I'm going to gloat about John Means. <laughs> John Means had a perfect game this week. It wasn't uh, a Don't anybody game. correct me. He had a perfect game this week. He had a dominant <laughs> performance. He's a goddamn grinder. He's never been highly regarded in his life, but he worked his ass off, and he just is the type of person we should all strive to be, uh, and he deserves that uh, perfect game as much as anybody else does. So if you change your mind, take a chance on the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you down. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to our fantasy baseball podcast. Uh, we will be recapping week five. As always, I'm here with my co-host and co-commissioner, Ned. Ned, how's it going? It's going good. My voice is a little raspy because I did some shouting at a 2017 Astro over the weekend. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, he fled to Boston, but he can't flee me. Uh, gave him a good old, me and other Alex gave him a good old rendition of cheater. Two nights in a row. The usher Perfect. asked if we were coming back on after game one. So uh, we made it a, a back to back. We had to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that who you just hear is our guest for the week. Uh, not only our guest, but also the first place team. We have Travis Martirosian. How are you doing, Travis? I'm good. I'm sitting on top and um, feeling pretty good right now. I, I want to way, but we'll see. <laughs> well, good here. So uh, let's uh, let's just jump right into the recap of last week. And we're because Ned gave me shit last time, I am not going to start with my team. Uh, we are going to start with uh, Jack's team, Remind Me Set Team versus Will's team, Return of the Raccoon. And Ned, it looks like uh, your brother's team is finally coming to play. He, uh, he took this one five to four. What's the story here? Yeah, he is finally coming to play. Um, it was sort of close, but not all that close. They're tied in homers and a slight edge on whip. Um, for Remind Me Set Team, Anthony Rendon and Byron Buxton both are out. Oof. Uh, Rendon went back to the aisle with an injured knee. Uh, he hit one home run, promptly got hurt. Um, Buxton is out with a hip. I don't know, Travis, that Rendon injury has got to be rough on you. Just like a foul ball straight to the knee, and and that's it. It could happen to anyone, and it happened yeah. to Anthony Rendon. Can't catch a break. No. Um, so that's that's got to be rough on Jack and – Actually, the key to his week this week is nobody, I guess, reminded him to set his team because he <laughs> left him in there. Um, so he's going to have a little bit of a hole to dig out of, but we'll see how he does. Um, and then for Return of the Raccoon, my brother's team, he seems to have picked up an Adonis, um, an Adolis. Uh, he had six runs, four homers, 12 RBIs, and a stolen base on 14 hits this week. And it's like, holy shit. I mean, that's, that's Byron Buxton numbers. It's like, you ever watch the Space Jam movie where the aliens steal talent? Yeah, the Monstars. Yeah, it's like Adelise stole Buxton's talent and just like put up his numbers. Um, he also, Will, had uh, no quality starts from anybody, which is kind of unfortunate. Uh, you know, he had starts of five innings, five innings, five and a third, and three and a third. I think the key for him is he got 12 games of cores this week. Um, and also he's got like one of the hottest players in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lo- looking at... Um... Steven's team, like it's decent. It's Jack's team. Remind me, Jack's team. team. Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> they they performed, they performed really well. But you know, 
he didn't set his team. So I think he would have won this one. You look at his, his offense is pretty good. And then like ERA, not too bad from, from all of his starting pitchers, but mm-hmm. set your team. So that's yeah. why, you know, I'm at the top and, and he's not. <laughs> well, I, I had given Will some shit too for return of the raccoon. He had the, I think he just dropped Clint Frazier maybe. Um, what, what do you, what would you do Will, there? Will's got someone in Cronenworth, uh, you know, a first baseman from on the Padres. What? Who is this guy? He's been pretty good. That's just such a Will pick, a Cronenworth <laughs> guy. Like I just, that's such a Will pick. If you lose that's to weird. Will, your team is not good. Wow, <laughs> strong words from the strong words leader. I mean, well, it, I, it is factually correct. Will is sitting in 15th place. So factually, it's pretty correct. But uh, yeah, let's let's jump to the next game. Uh, wait, actually, did you did you talk about what Will has to do? Because I'm sure he's listening. Oh, man. Will, well, he remembered to set his team, but he used to go with like some like the non-alternative picks. Will always wants to pick this like alternative guy that's like got a fun story behind him. Like Sufjan Stevens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, he plays the banjo and he's like, you know, whatever. Those Christmas albums, like, oh, no, no, no. Stick to the facts, Will, okay? Stick to the numbers. All right, there you have it. All right, we're, uh, we'll go to the next team, which is Steven's team, Remind Jack versus Sammy's team. And uh, Steven's team took this one six to four. Uh, was, this one, was this one close, Ned? It was a little closer. I had three categories that weren't, you know, blowouts. Um, for Remind Jack, I think JT Real Muto is a big contributor for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he had six runs, two homers, five RBIs, and a stolen base as the catcher, which is always really fun. Um, also, Marcus Simeon's not looking too bad. Uh, he's, I think, been hitting atop the Blue Jays order, which is a pretty good place to be. Uh, his key, he's got Juan Soto that's coming back from a shoulder injury, hit a homer in his first game back. So getting a full week of production from him might be kind of fun. Um, for Sammy's team, I think you got to look at John Birdie. I think he put up an offer, put up no stats pretty much. Ouch. <laughs> it's a tough break. Um, you know, you got Jess Chisholm out, out, which should have opened up some playing time, but he doesn't seem to have gotten any playing time. So um, sort of interesting what Don Mattingly is doing down there, but kind of sucks for John Birdie. Um, his bullpen is pretty banged up. Uh, Castillo's out with the groin. Wendelkin's out with the oblique. Um, but he's key to this week is my one of my hometown players, Ryan Mountcastle. That's heating up. You know, he's uh, looking pretty good. He's struggled to begin the year, but got a couple of dingers in the last couple of games. Um, and then I'm also a little worried about Sammy's innings limit. Again, I think we've only had one team that messed that up so far, and that was uh, that's good. So we'll see how that goes. But he's got two two injuries in his relievers, and he's only got three starts to, to pick that 18 up. Oh, yeah. Anything here, Travis? Anything you, you see about these teams or? Yeah, I don't know what happened during the draft for Sammy. Like Sammy was stoned or like what, but this team needs some real depth. And so what I would say, you know, just giving my, you know, my wisdom is trade trout to me. I have depth, you know, my team is stacked. And so I'll give you some depth and you give me some trout. All right. I mean, I like, maybe we could bring you back, you and uh, Sammy back next week and we could, we could hash out a deal on the podcast. But uh, let's let's jump to the next game. We have uh, Brandon's team, Dodger Doggers versus Morgan's team. Actually, before I, Travis, as oh, go ahead. As the league's best team, 
I think Stephen might be particularly interested in some advice from uh, someone who's clearly doing better than him. Steven's not going to like that at all. But let me take a look at this team. I do like Mountcastle, though. I, I think that's, that's, that's uh, one of Sammy's players, though. So, Oh, Sammy. Okay, good work, Sammy. So Sammy wasn't too stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was the stoned one at the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, man, this pitching staff just needs work. I mean, come on. Um, gosh, I, I, I have no wisdom for Steven. I, because I know he's going to have some smart mouth comment back. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pass. All right. We'll move with that. We go to uh Dodger doggers taking, uh, beating Morgan's team eight to one. Uh, this one didn't look too close either. Huh? Ned Brandon took oh, this one pretty. Wasn't close at all. They yeah. were uh, tied in one category and that was it. Um, for Brandon's team, Dodgers Doggers, nice little power surge. They had uh, nine homers from six different players. Um, John Carlos Stanton led the way there. He had three of them, uh, along with nine RBIs. He also left one on the bench. Jose Abreu hit a homer, uh, reigning MVP, starting to maybe warm up a little bit. Something to keep your eye on. Um, with his pitching staff, Alcantara stayed very strong two starts. Alcantara's been kind of a surprise for the year. He wasn't drafted too highly, but has been one of the better pitchers. Um, he had 12 strikeouts and 13 innings. He gave up all 14 base runners, uh, but got two quality starts, which is what matters. Um, the key for him, Giancarlo Stanton's got three against the Orioles in Camden Yards, which is a nice hitter's uh, park. So we'll see if Stanton can take advantage of that and keep up that power surge for the Dodger Doggers. Um, for Morgan's team, I think the hitter I want to spotlight for her is Aaron Judge was like the anti-Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he had one run and two hits. That was it. Um, or she had a cut, she has like a, a lot of good players on the bench, so you know, it's an interesting strategy. I know they were struggling. Um, kind of wondering if maybe, maybe when, when are you going to put those back in? Um, with their pitchers, I think she really got hurt. Corbin Burns is out on the COVID list, he's been out mm-hmm. for a, a little bit longer than you'd like to see. Um, so that kind of sucks for her. Uh, and she has an empty pitcher spot, so I think for her, the key is just going to be give her lineup a little love. Um, she's got two stars from Bassett this week, which would help, but. I think just a, a little TLC for that lineup. Definitely. Uh, Travis, anything here? Should we move on? Liam Hendricks, like, was he drafted the top closer in the league? And he's riding pine on this team. So I don't know what's going on there, but plug that guy in and, mm-hmm. you know, you'll, you'll be all right. Well, Alex, I think Morgan might be taking your strategy here of teaching your players a lesson about underperformance. Right. Hey, it, it worked out for my team. After after losing week one, I I, I haven't lost yet, so I had to teach had to teach my superstars, had to teach them a lesson. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and move to the next game. We got Nick's team, No Got Baseballs versus Alex. He changed his team to Alex's stinky team. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, but No Got Baseballs won this one five to three. Uh, what happened here, Ned? Uh, well, I think it's important to note that after Alex changed his name, uh, he very valiant effort. He was down 11 RBIs and 14 strikeouts entering Saturday. Um, he closed him out to within just a couple points. Uh, broke even on those two, but this was the closest matchup. I think every category by my count, uh, save maybe one, was close. I mean, look at those no numbers. Shit. Yeah. That's it's just, you know, a real valiant effort from the stinky team. And I really, I'm not, I mean, I'm a pretty superstitious person when it comes to sports, but you you got to give your team a name. 
this dude's a boat captain. He was sitting there with an unnamed team. It's bad luck. It's bad juju. So there's a couple other players out there who haven't named their team. I think no, I think both of you have named your team, but uh, but uh, to get to the, the team, what'd you say? Yeah, Torsten needs. A, I think Torsten needs Torsten. a name. Torsten does need a name. Yeah, I think Sammy needs a name. Yeah, I think Britain might need a name. She's not really. She's doing pretty well for somebody without a name, but. Uh, there's a couple of. Markets. I think she. I think she actually likes Britain's bold team, though. That's the thing. I think so too, and I. I think Alex actually kind of liked Alex's nifty team, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I was sitting there right next to him at the Orioles game, uh, and he changed it to Alex's stinky team because he was getting his ass kicked, and phew, look what happened after the weekend. Correlation and causation, but you know, <laughs> not the judge, um, but to, to maybe the the players involved in this game. Um, I want to focus on for the hitters on uh, no got baseballs is blue Jays outfielders did very well. Grichuk and Hernandez uh, seven runs, two homers, 17 RBIs between them uh, stolen base on 18 hits. I mean, that's, that's very good production from a pair of outfielders that are really playing together. Mm-hmm. Um, his pitchers, he had kind of a bullpen really kind of blew up, um, but his starters were very solid. His bullpen together, gave up four earned runs, 10 hits, only four strikeouts, but they did get three saves holds. Um, I'm not too worried about those guys. Uh, the key to his week is he's got a trio of giants. He picked up Brandon belt uh, to replace Joey Votto after the broken thumb, but belts now hurt with the side is tight. Um, Evan Longoria, although he's facing only one lefty and he has pretty severe splits, righty lefty. Um, and then Mike Yastrzemski is a new pickup that he got uh, who had a pretty good year last year as a former Oriole prospect, obviously the grandson of the Red Sox legend. Um, so we'll see how his trio of giants do on his team this week. Uh, for Alex's stinky team, <laughs> finally getting some results from his top picks. Nolan Arenado and Mookie Betts had 10 runs, three homers, 10 RBIs. It's only 16 hits together. Um, so that's really nice to see. That's, I think, the difference maker in an obvious sense. Um, pitchers they're running into form Scherzer obviously looking very good followed up that complete game uh, with a 14 strikeout performance mm-hmm. gave up two hits and a walk um seven and a third innings just I mean Scherzer's he's old but he's still one of the game's best pitchers obviously I think the key for Alex's stinky team this week he's got 16 total games at cores so that's gonna be a lot of fun to hit at with uh, his catcher Dom Nunez and Ryan McMahon so we'll see if they put something on the board I think one of them already might have gotten a homer this week or um, maybe a couple long, you know, a couple base hits. So I think that'll be a, a fun, fun team to watch this week. Cool, cool. Travis, anything? Yeah, Alex's stinky team doesn't look too stinky. And I wanted to highlight, um, he's got the nice one-two punch in Scherzer and Gibson. Mm-hmm. Gibson have a sneaky good pitcher. He actually leads the league in quality starts. He's got seven quality starts and eight outings. So oh, shit. that's pretty good for a guy that you know is named Kyle Gibson that not many people would recognize as <laughs> one of the better pitchers in the league, but his, his numbers are actually pretty decent. And uh, no, I, I actually recognized him as a, what I thought was a very mediocre pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> but seven league. quality starts and eight outings is, is not bad. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move to uh, the next team, which is steroids, which is Victor's team. Uh, and he went up against Torsten's team and Torsten won this one five to three. Uh, I guess that, that uh, no team name worked out in Torsten's favor, right, Ned? I guess so. I mean, leave it to the fates to make a point and then have it immediately disproven. 
<laughs> they, but they were, they were close in four categories. Torsten edged out uh, quality starts and save holds, but they tied and runs and RBIs. It could have gone the other way. Um, for steroids, uh, sailor hitter, I want to spotlight. Uh, his outfield is just not looking great last week. Peralta, who I think was dropped, uh, Tommy Pham didn't do very well. Uh, Verdugo looked all right, but um, Peralta got dropped for Gonsolin, who got uh, dropped for, you know, and then also picked up O'Neill and they dropped O'Neill. Victor had a fun week on the free agent, the waiver wire. I think if you look, he actually might have the most transactions. It's either it's one of you or he's, he's up there though. Victor's having fun. It's always good to see. Um, I think for his pitchers, uh, Karinchak and Trinan are looking good. I saw some interesting usage of Jansen. I don't know if he was a Dodger fan noticed that. Uh, I think Trinan came in in a save opportunity when Jansen had some rest on him. So interesting. To see, it'll be interesting to see if the Dodgers are just sort of mixing it up a little bit, or if they're just giving Jansen a break, or if the matchups just made sense. But you know, that's something to watch. I think. Um, but Tatis, the key to Victor's week, Tatis out with a positive COVID test. Uh, Did he is, test positive, or was it an exposure? That's, that's what the update on Yahoo said. Uh oh. That's a it's a blow which, for him. Which that's interesting though because. Like usually they don't announce when it's a COVID test, so I wonder how the news got that this was positive. Maybe Tatis uh, tweeted oh, it. I, I think I think I guess the manager said it because hmm. that's what Yahoo says that that was from the manager. Like, this would appear to be another faux pas by the Padres medical staff. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not supposed to disclose that information uh, per I believe the players' union agreement. Mm-hmm. But and just they don't care about and that. just the. HIPAA agreement between fucking yeah. doctor and law. <laughs> 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 Maybe Tatis tweeted it. I don't think Tatis cares about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think then for Torsten, uh, his offense was led by Raphael Devers against my Orioles. Um, four of his five runs were scored against us. His home run was hit against us. Five of his seven RBIs were against us. Uh, we got uh, beaten pretty hard over the weekend. So that's hard to watch. Um, his pitchers at rookie, uh, Oscar Inoa. Mm-hmm. very looking very good uh, he's like a two-pitch pitcher but he's getting people out um he's popping off so he had uh, I think two starts he had 13 innings pitch 10 strikeouts he only gave up one earned run did walk three guys gave a bit of hits so we'll see if he keeps it up but that was a fun guy to watch um and then Trevor Story is his key player of the week he's got eight games at Coors Field with a doubleheader in there so I'm looking for Story to maybe hit a couple homers uh give him a little float this week mm-hmm Travis, anything here? I can't rag on a guy that loses Luis Robert and Dustin May in the same week. Like that's yeah. just so I'm gonna I'm gonna lay off. He does have uh Cattell Marte, who uh is on the IL, but he's on the up and up. He's starting to run and and speculation is he's gonna be back the next few weeks. So that yeah, could he's he's little... fun to watch too. Yeah, he's great. Cattell Marte. What about for your buddy Torsten? You got any advice for him? Torsten, Torsten, Torsten. Other than, he, other than name your still, team? He's still plugging in, uh, what's his name? Joe Biagini. Big Joe. Joe Big Weenie. <laughs> I think you finally moved into the NA spot, which I explained oh, to him. That's... I was like, you can you can sort of pay tribute here, but without <laughs> wasting a roster spot. Um, I thought maybe that was the responsible oh, way to Joe. play. Yeah, so Joe uh, is a UC Davis guy, uh, is a Davis guy, um, as Torsten is. So they go way back and they were, they were roommates. They lived in uh, this big house called big blue, which was the spot. Uh, so anyway, they go way back. Torsten. I don't, I don't even know what to say about this team. Um, Kershaw. Come on. Kershaw. Yeah. He blew up. Kershaw. Ugh. 
Angels, right? Do the Angels get Kershaw? No. Who who, who touched Kershaw? It might. Oh, the Cubbies. Yeah. yeah. He didn't get out. Kershaw didn't get out of the first inning. That's nope. right. He, he pitched one inning, and they, and they pulled him after that. So, yeah, he, he went one inning, gave up. I don't know. Yeah, I think he only gave up. I think he only gave up four, but still. Four runs. Yeah. So, I, I think they said that that's the shortest outing of his career. Yep. But, you know, I would expect Kershaw to be, you know, showing his age. But aside from that outing, he's been pretty good this year. Mm. But, you, I, I mean, you got to expect some regression from the guy. I mean, he is a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. That's what Hall of Famers mm-hmm. do. They that just, was Albert uh, Pujols. So that's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> think? Is, is he gonna land on the team? I don't know. You know, I was reading that the uh, the Dominican uh, national team might uh, have him play on their team since he's not affiliated with the team anymore. He'd be eligible to play on the national team. So we may still see Albert Pujols swinging the bat, but just maybe not in the MLB. Well, everything I keep hearing is that he wants starting to start and I, who's going to give him starting time. Yeah. So he's not going to play in the national league unless it's, you know, one of these ceremonial things with the Cardinals, but he's, but a, they're trying to win. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't see it happening. So what, are you going to bench Paul Schmidt? Yeah. He's, he's just not producing the angels. Apparently said, look, you gotta, you gotta ride the bench the rest of the season. Jared Walsh has been incredible this year. Yeah. And then Shohei Otani is going to hit in that DH spot. He pitched tonight. He pitched incredible tonight, and he hit tonight also. So Madden's going to plug him in, even when he pitches, going to put him in the lineup to hit. Right. There's just no room for for Pujols. Uh, apparently, they asked him to, to take the bench the rest of the season and just ride it out. And and he thinks he can still play. So definitely well, look. Never he's played, a, he's a guy who clearly likes playing baseball. And if he wants to play in the DR, go play in the DR. That'll be fun. Have some fun, but you know, I think I honestly, I think uh, other than, I mean, the, the White Sox keep being banged up. I feel like you got to kind of look over there. Tony Larusa, I, th- I think they're maybe not interested. But, yeah, he said no, but it would I mean, be Tampa, Tampa nice Bay would be in. Tampa Bay would be an interesting fit. I feel like if if Will was a manager in the MLB, he would he'd be one of those <laughs> like forget about <laughs> war and forget about production. Like you know, this is sentimental, right? It is sentimental. And I'm in. I'm into it. And Will loves sentimental shit. He loves it. Well, I think. I mean, a rebuilding team would love to have him. I mean, or if, if the Orioles didn't have like a bunch of useless first or you know Chris Davis on the team, uh, like that would be a great fit in Baltimore. You could teach Ron Mountcastle how not to swing at a bunch of balls. You know, teach <laughs> yeah. you know teach some of these young guys how to hit. That'd be a good spot. Yeah, for him. yeah. He would be a great. You know, he's a great presence in the clubhouse. And yeah. I mean, Trout had a good connection and. So it would be nice to keep him around. He signed this this you know ten year deal with the Angels, and then it has another ten years backloaded onto that, where he gets paid ten million dollars to be in the Angels front office for the next ten years. So like, is he going to honor that now? Like after they burned him, I don't know. But it's um, it's quite going to be is that, that's going to be awkward, right? Yeah, right. Oh, for sure. Do you think the Angels maybe they will the Orioles could trade for Pujols's? office contract and you take our Chris <laughs> Davis contract. Yeah. So, that'd be quite the swap. <laughs> or you guys could trade his contract for the Mets Bobby Bonilla contract. I was just I was just thinking about Bobby Bonilla as you were speaking. Yep. Uh, I think Chris Davis has one of those like you pay him after he's done contracts too. Yes. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well let's let's move on to the next game. 
And this will be my game. Uh, my team, the losing edge versus Anthony's team, Tony's knee breakers. And I took this one five to three. And I got a question for you, Ned. I'm very happy. I, w- I won this category, but why is there an asterisk next to next to whip? <laughs> Uh, I swear it's not the commissioner's bump. I didn't do anything to win that one because of significant figures, Alex. Oh, well, okay. That makes sense. Uh, so it'd be, it's well, because fuck significant figures, they fucked me over in fantasy basketball, first, but that's another to, story. <laughs> you're rounded to two digits is the same, but they, it's not a tie. So they can't, yeah, neither of you a point. Uh, you go to the third digit. Makes sense. Well, cool. Uh, you guys were pretty close too. I think you it were was in six categories by my count. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for your team, Cedric Mullins is what I like to see. I mean, he yeah, had I'm five I'm, runs, two homers. I'm playing him. Bases. I'm playing him over Grisham and Rosario consistently. Yeah, you got to trade one of those guys. What I know. Doing? I was just thinking about uh, as we've been going through this recap. I'm looking at everyone's teams. I'm looking for <laughs> what I need. <laughs> I mean, I, I you never hope for somebody to get injured, but if anybody will benefit from an injury, you, what what like I'm a minor hope, one, like a small yeah. one. What I'm hoping for, uh, I heard I heard today that Winker uh, might be taking reps at first base. And so if he becomes first base eligible, I will gladly sit Josh Bell. Uh, and then that way I could either play Grisham or Rosario in the outfield. Uh, Maybe so, the Reds want Albert Pujols. <laughs> I hope not. Um, wow, that would be something. Yeah, because yeah, with, be with, cool. with Votto injured. Yeah, so I'm, that, I heard that today. So I'm hoping... I don't know how many games he needs to play at that position to get eligibility. I believe it's 10. That's a lot. So I, I might, it might actually be five. It's there's a yeah, little, there's five. a small little yeah. tab in Yahoo somewhere okay. that tells you how many it is. Um, and they'll track it for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he was playing outfield the, uh, today anyways. So. Well, I was uh, actually looking at that photo injury from a different perspective. Uh, in terms of they got this guy Tyler Stevenson or something mm-hmm. who's the catcher, but he hits pretty well and he has some first base eligibility. So if they were going to play him at first and catcher, you know, that might be another guy who hits pretty well and it's going to give you more games each week because he's not just playing catcher. You know, he's going to not going to get benched two or three times. Yeah. So I was looking at it the other way. So we'll, we'll see who, uh, who that shakes up for. Um, I think for for your pitching as well, Granky goofed up. Yeah. <laughs> he had two similar starts, four innings each, gave up, you know, struck out four. One he got four earned runs, three earned runs in the other. Um, he let up nine base runners and seven base runners. Just not great. Not what you want to see from Granky. You know, it sucks. We I would have tied fucking quality starts, but Degrom pulled himself in the fucking sixth inning. Which you know what? Oh, as yeah. a, as the Degrom owner, I'm glad he did. Like, take it easy, but pitch one more inning. And then pull yourself. Give me that quality start. Well, man, are you worried about him? I think maybe you got to be a little worried. Uh, not everything. All the all the news that I've heard and read about, it's pretty optimistic. And this is vi- just this IL stint is just very cautious, which I'm cool with. Uh, they only had, I think they had five games this week anyway, so it made sense to put him on the IL. Um, he wouldn't be like, yeah, he wouldn't be missing much. So I am okay with it. Uh, he had an MRI. Things came back negative. So I mean. Yeah, it's it's scary for sure, but I'm optimistic. Well, you got to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the, the key to your week this week, you get two starts each from Robbie Ray and Alex Wood, uh, which mm-hmm. so far so good. So far so no, good. Uh, no Austin Gomberism uh, yet. How, check out my one-two punch and my uh, relief pitching. Pretty much, if, if they get a save, they're both get, one's going to get a quality start, one's going to get a save. It, it set up that way yesterday. 
There you go. Uh, so look at you game in the system. Um, for Tony's knee breakers, uh, the hitter I want to highlight is actually Jorge Polanco. Um, that's a guy who has sort of struggled a little bit, um, but he sort of warmed up. I think he got a homer this week. He had three runs, a homer, four RBIs last week. So that's the guy Anthony has been holding on to. And and if he turns that corner, and I think he was pretty good a couple years ago. So um, that might be something there uh, for pitching. Juan Marquez just got destroyed, just mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely destroyed. Uh, he six hits, two walks, a strikeout, eight earned runs in two thirds of an inning. Um, and that was in his first start of the week. He had a pretty good second start. I think he got a quality start out of it. Uh, something you're always worried about with players at Coors Field in particular is, you know, home away. So that might be just something where maybe you don't want to start uh, Herman Marquez or any Rockies pitcher really when they're starting at home and, and maybe you do start them on the road. So um, it's just something to look out for. And the key for him this week, he picked up Carlos Martinez last week. Uh, he's injured this week. He sprained his ankle, um, which is unfortunate because I think you're going to lose a start for him. So that's that's just sort of a rough rough way to rough way to get the week six kicked off. Mm-hmm. Well, Travis, uh, any any good things you got to say about my team? No, I'm not going to talk about your team. <laughs> um, but I'm going to talk about Max Muncy, your boy Max Muncy. You mm-hmm. know, okay, he's my favorite Dodger, current Dodger right now. I call him the modern day Kevin Euclidus because this dude just like gets in there and draws walks. Like it's insane. So- so I love his approach, and uh, I think he um, like his numbers don't show how much he c- contributes to that team because he just goes out there, quality at bats, gets walk, gets mm-hmm. walks. I think he leads the league in walks, actually. He does, but yeah. In our league, that really doesn't do a lot for your team. A walk's not going to help with your batting average. I was getting that uh, runs. Ear- I was getting an earful this weekend about that. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. You go. I, other Alex is really upset about the not not walk counting walks, and I, well, we I want- admit it. This was an oversight on my part. I really, we should have done OBP instead of average. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went with it. There we go. I should, have, I should have looked at it a little more. So, you know, I, I'm thinking maybe we'll switch it next year. I don't know. In-season shifts are a bad idea um, just in general and principle. Uh, but maybe next year for, you know, if people are still game to play the league, which I hope they are, um, maybe that's a, a change we can make. And if people have other ideas on that kind of thing, then everybody's all ears. Yeah. Yeah. I'd support it. But, you know, Max Muncy, you're not going to bench the guy, but you know, something to be mindful of if you're picking up someone, uh, if they draw a lot of walks, you know, just understand that's not going to, that's not going to do too much for your team. Exactly. Puts you in run scoring position sometimes. It does. And I love me some Muncie, so don't get me but, wrong. But the Dodgers have been fucking cold. So even if you're on base, it does, doesn't really matter. I think uh, I was just watching the, the, the games on right now and they said that they had a stat where like with Dodgers, uh, with a man on base or even in just running position, Dodgers have been like one in 16 or something over the last couple of games. Just absolutely shit. Yeah. It's uh, been almost a month um, since they've won back-to-back games. Yes. Oof. They can't string it together. That's Baltimore yeah. territory. Uh-huh. It's, it's wow. pretty bad. Uh, so Trevor, that- Trevor Bauer's pissed. He ain't had to. Yeah, poor no. Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Pick up a bat. <laughs> all right Ned, we're, we're gonna jump to your t- uh your matchup uh so killing me smalls versus andrew's team uh john boy's neighbors and you took this one uh eight to two uh it looks like you won this one pretty well there are some close categories yeah they're homers but, uh sort of case quality starts yeah uh, no i i think that 
I like my team, obviously. Um, Bogarts was a great hitter for me. Unfortunately, he did some of that damage against my personal favorite team. Um, but he gave me seven runs, two homers, uh, five RBIs, eight hits. I am going to take a, 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 a more than an opportunity here to gloat. I'm going to gloat about John Means. <laughs> John Means had a perfect game this week. It wasn't uh, a Don't anybody game. correct me. He had a perfect game this week. He had a dominant performance. He's a goddamn grinder. He's never been highly regarded in his life, but he worked his ass off, and he just is the type of person we should all strive to be, uh, and he deserves that uh, perfect game as much as anybody else does. So I'm just going to gloat about that. Uh, I have him on every fantasy baseball team I'm playing this year. Uh, I'm watching him. He's a fun guy to watch, and if anybody wants to trade him, because I'm always happy to trade Orioles, uh, hit me up, but I'm not selling cheap. Uh, the key to my week this week, by the way, is uh, Eugenio Suarez. I'm giving a shot. Um, he's been very, very cold, but he's got eight games with a doubleheader this week. Oh, and shit. four of them are at cores. So I'm hoping this might be the little uh, little kick in the gear he needs. And the Reds stop playing him at shortstop, which if you buy into psychology at all, then maybe the positional switch was making it hard to focus the plate. So I'm rolling the dice with Suarez. See how it goes. Um, John Boy's neighbors, uh, Joey Gallo, finally doing what Joey Gallo does. He had four homers this week, which is nice. Um, he had six hits. Four of them went out the park, um, which is classic Joey Gallo. That's what Gallo? he does. Is it Gallo, Gallo or Gallo? Gallo. Gallo. Gallo, yeah. He's not Spanish. He's uh, not the chicken. I'm sure a lot of the fans, though, in Texas will. Yeah. Call it, so Joey, Joey Rooster, right? Is that, oh, wait, is that what they call him? Or because, yes. No, trans- isn't isn't yes. Gallo Rooster? I mean, that's yes. what I would call him. Big rooster. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I like that. Uh, and then his pitchers, he just didn't quite have enough. Joe Musgrove, uh, I think you're kind of looking at, he's looked sort of mediocre yes. um, since his uh, no-hitter. Um, he's got like sort of three starts out of the last four that are just not great. I mean, not terrible, but not what you want to see. Um, I think that his key to this week is you got Bryce Harper back. So that's mm-hmm. always what you like to like to see is when your star players are healthy and playing. Sorry, Nick and <laughs> Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, anything anything you want to say here, either about Ned or Andy's team? Andy needs starting pitching, but, you know, dude's got to show up for the draft. So he's actually strung together a pretty decent team after what he was left with, you know, an auto draft. But uh, show up for the draft, buddy. <laughs> oh, I should be remiss. Uh, he's got Framber Valdez coming back maybe in a month. He's got Kalenic is, like, finally getting called up this week. Maybe the lesson here is you don't need Let's to for the job. No, it's a terrible lesson. <laughs> All right. Well, then with that, let's go to the matchup of the week proclaimed by Ned. And uh, this is our guest team, Travis. It's, uh... So wait, I actually want to ask you about your team name real quick. Is it George Brett Party Pants? Yes. Or it is. is it? Okay. George uh, Brett's Party Pants. Perfect. So there's that, and he. Have you heard the Have you heard the anecdote? Yeah, no. I was going to say, Alex, you can't just right. pass over that. I'm 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 not going to do it justice at all. So you're going to have to go on YouTube and 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 watch him tell the story. But essentially, uh, George Brett goes to Vegas. Uh, he hits the buffet. He has the I don't know the the crab or the lobster, some seafood, and he ends up shitting his pants. And- <laughs> going into the stall and, and, and changing in the stall. And um, so anyway, there's a, George Brett's party pants just had a nice ring to it, but that's 
that's what it's in reference to. You got you got to check it out if you haven't heard that. A pair, of, a pair of shitty pants is in the leading right. our league. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Uh, all right, well, you swept the competition. You beat uh, Britain's bold team ten to zero. Uh, do you just want to talk about this? Do you just want to give us a recap? Um, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to Ned, but I'll just say that, um, Britain's pitching just didn't show up. She had two quality starts, uh, almost a seven ERA. So she kind of killed herself in that category. Look, I'm a listener of the podcast. I listened last week when Britain was on and she's a sweet girl. I like that. She's a trash talker and I was hoping this was a little closer, but, um, <laughs> just it didn't really pan out for her on on really either side so i don't think i i don't think i dominated too much um but definitely i got a lot of stolen bases which is which is always helpful yeah my team my team was pretty good all around so yeah i was saying that well i i was i normally write down the the close categories i just have written down none yeah (laughs) and then i started to write but and then a couple other things that were sort of close and then just crossed it out because they weren't close (laughs) Um, which I mean, I, I'm like oh for two. I've declared two game of the weeks, and I think each time it's just been a, a blowout. I think a ten nothing blowout or a nine, like a a, a shutout. So maybe <laughs> sorry to whoever I declared. <laughs> yeah, <this week>. seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, what I will say about my team is the the I think the reason why I've had success is um, I drafted a few guys that were some buy low guys in um, Jordan Alvarez, who was has been injured. He really only has had one really good season his rookie year when he was rookie of the year. Um, and so he was kind of a, I got him for good value just because he'd been injured and he's playing like, you know, that rookie season, if not better. I think I saw uh, some stat. He's got like the highest average exit velocity in the last three years, like above trout Acuna and like some other dude who notoriously hits the ball hard. Yeah. He's he, some ridiculous putting stat. stats. There's a lot of stats with him and trout just as far as his age and his production. Um, I don't know if it was war or something like that, but anyway, this kid's a phenom. Um, and then JD Martinez also, he had a terrible 2020, mm-hmm. not a great 2019, but the 2020, a lot of people talk about how, you know, he didn't have access to some of the technology watching these at bats, you know, in game, and how that's impacted his game. And, and he came out and talked about that. And so moving, you know, away from COVID and lifting those restrictions, it seems to be helping his game because he's up there in home runs and he's having a pretty nice year. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, he hit one of those home runs against the Orioles while I was watching him. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that helped my team for sure. I was going to say about your pitching, like your pitching's had a rough week a little bit. Bauer got roughed up um, against Chicago. He was decent against the angels, which is sort of bittersweet for you. As an Angels fan, um, Michael Kopech, who I really like that pickup. Uh, he had a bit of a rough week after sort of dominating for the first you know, mm-hmm. four weeks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, your team is solid, but you're pitching, you know, they, they got hit a little bit this week. Yeah, Kopech's one guy I want to plug him in um, more. I, I benched him this week because he's not going to start unless there's an injury or unless they, you know, decide that he needs to start over someone else in their rotation. And so him doing that, like, you know, three-inning outing, it's, it's good for strikeouts, but it's really not going to do anything. Um, it, might, it might get me a hold here or there, but um, until he starts, I don't, I don't think I can plug him in. But the guy, if you've seen him pitch, he's, he's disgusting. I mean, he's filthy. Yeah, a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I, I think uh, if there's anywhere that I'm susceptible, it might be quality starts because um, unless I'm getting – I mean, I, Lance 
the workhorse. So he's going to, he's going to put in work and Trevor Bauer is the same and he wants to pitch every fourth or fifth day. You think they're going to let him do it? I mean, they might as well. Uh, we kind of have to right so now. He insisted on a short contract. <laughs> he hasn't done it so far, but I, 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 I say, fi- fuck it. Let I him. figured, I figured with Dustin May getting injured, I figured they would. But, fuck it. Yeah. Why not? Wait, like if he hurts himself, they just cut his contract. He <laughs> insisted on that. Oh, I will say I've got uh, Shohei Otani on the bench, and it's tonight. It's eight innings, one run. Uh, got like nine or ten strikeouts. Um, so he was filthy. I'm just not confident in the guy because his control is usually mm-hmm. so off. He walks so many guys, and I've seen almost all of his outings, and it just seems like it's almost mental for him. Why well, he's and, got blisters? So that worries me. He's got like so blistery the, fingers. Blister, and it was. But it, it was the same type of outings that he was having in 2020 before he got shut down. He was just walking a lot of guys, and then he, bases are loaded because he's walked them full. And then you just shoot yourself in the foot. Um, but his stuff is so dirty, so dirty. So if he can get his control down, that's what I'm waiting for. And more outings like that, and then I'll plug him in every day. Do you, do you have him as both a hitter and a pitcher? Just pitcher. Someone else mm-hmm. has got a bat. Whoever did that, nice pick. Yeah, great pickup. Who has? I don't know. I don't, care. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody has them. Um, yeah. So look, uh, I think it'll be interesting. I say I, I'm just if they let Trevor Bauer go every four games. Wait, he's not available. Is he? I don't think he's available as a hitter in our league because what? What? Where would you play? Oh, him? we don't have a DH. That's yeah. right. Uh, that's that's right. what it is. So he's got to get some outfield time. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing that. All right. I, they moved him to first base today. I think they moved him to first um, because they wanted to keep his bat in the lineup. But when he came out of the game, he stayed in the field. I think he was at first. So he may, I don't know. He might get some. That'd, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Eligibility there. All right. Well, cool. Well, that was last week. And Travis, uh, you mentioned that you, uh, you, you prepped a little bit of something for us. Is that correct? Yeah. I, I want to do a little segment here. I did some homework. Um, and I think I'm going to call this segment interesting and available okay uh, i'm gonna impart my wisdom as you know you know the king uh to these peasants here i went through and i looked at the free agency you know in our league and these players are out there they're interesting they're available uh and so i'm just gonna throw them out there you can pick them up if you want you know you you, you can forget i said anything um but I, I picked one pitcher and i picked one uh hitter and so i want to start with the pitcher so um if I were to tell you, you could you could own a pitcher today that three out of his last four outings, he's gone at least seven innings and given up two or fewer runs. Which would, would you want that guy? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I would, right. I think you would. Um, so so this guy uh, has pitched 42 innings and he's got 42 strikeouts um, and he's, he's looked pretty good the past uh, four outings. So uh, any guesses who I'm talking about here? without i'm trying to think i'll i'll give you um is uh does he play in the national no the people i'm thinking of have been hurt all right yeah he is in the national league and he is 39 years old he's an old dude no you're talking about all right so he is an active leader in complete games actually no he's second in the list for complete games, active leaders in the, in the MLB. I think so one of those might be a double, at least one of those is a double header. I think. No, for, I'm sorry, career, career uh, games. All right. 
Oh, um, I think I wait. I think I know games. who he is. He's number two in the list. Does he? Uh, does he play in the desert? He's not. No, I'm not thinking. Okay, it's not. You're thinking of Bumgarner, aren't you? I am. Yep. All right. So he's and he's got 25 career complete games, tied with with Kershaw, 25 second, and then number one career uh, for the active list of complete games, Justin Verlander, 26. So this is Adam Wainwright, your boy Wainy. All right, he's out there, rostered in 37% of leagues, and um, he's gotten roughed up a few outings, but three out of the last four, he's got quality starts, he pitched a complete game, um, and he, I think he's got the most strikeouts out there uh, in free agency. So he's out there. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He's available. <laughs> Take a look. See, now like I want to go look at it, but it's kind of unfair until we publish this. So uh, I'm not going to do it. All right. Because I'm, I'm like... If anybody grabs, if Alex grabs Adam Wainwright, I'm willing to trade John Means, who's similarly talented. <laughs> so um, I was looking up Wainwright, just his career, um, because I started thinking, you know, he's like, he's a workhorse. Like this guy, he would pitch complete games like all the time. Um, and so I looked, I was thinking, is this guy Hall of Fame? Like, could he be? Hmm. Um, and so I looked him up, 169 career wins, um, career 3.39 ERA, um, 1,872 strikeouts. So pretty good. I, I'm, then I thought about King Felix, right? Like he's also like, is he Hall of Fame? And I pulled his numbers. They have the same number of career wins, 169. So if Wayne goes out this week and, and gets another win, he's going to pass King Felix on the all-time wins board. Um, King Felix has... 2,500 strikeouts, so much more. And um, from what I'm reading about King Felix, just the way his career ended so poorly, I, it sounds like that's taken him out of Hall of Fame conversation. Um, so I, I doubt Wainwright's going to be a, a Hall of Famer. But you know what? Maybe he keeps performing like he has the past four weeks and he takes your team to fantasy championship and he rides his way to the Hall of Fame. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame and a title. Uh, is Johan Santana, is he in the Hall of Fame? I feel like Felix Hernandez and Johan Santana kind of have similar tracking careers. I think Santana had a much shorter career though, right? I think a little shorter. Maybe, yeah. But Santana's not, right? He's not, I don't think he is. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> so anyway, there, that's, my, that's my picture. He's out there. Um, obviously, he's 39, so, and, and maybe he's just got a hot streak going on. But he's got the longevity in his arm. And so he might get you some quality starts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important that he's at least, you said he's, he's gone at least seven in the majority of his. At time. least seven in three of the last four. That's important. That's pretty good. He that's one thing. And, and, and he's gone deep in his career. He's, he's second in active you know, mm-hmm. list for career um, complete games. So he's done it. He's got, he must just have like a rubber arm. The guy just throws and throws. Mm-hmm. Oh, so think about that. Um, all right, here's my bat. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to keep it blind for this one, too, because this player, um, he had 21 home runs in 2019. He was injured in 2020. He 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 had a few plate appearances, but he was injured for the most part. So um, we're not going to look at his stats there. But 21 home runs in 2019 in 337 plate appearances. He batted 269 this year. He only has three home runs uh, and 86 plate appearances, but he's batting 308. Um, this player, Alex, was actually drafted by the Dodgers in 2015. He 
that was, was the that was, was that our fucking crazy draft where we got we drafted a shitload of people in 2015. Um, I'm I'm not sure, but I, yeah. I'll tell you that in 2017 he was he was traded, and he this this player was the central piece in a trade in 2017 with the Texas Rangers. God, garbage. Yeah. So that's um, he was part of the. The part of the deal that sent you Darvish to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. um, and and this is Willie Calhoun. All right, he's an outfielder on the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got pop. He hit 21 home runs in 2019, and um, I see his I see his batting average coming down a little bit. I don't think he's going to hit over 300, but only three home runs. He's leading off for Texas. Um, the Rangers have said he's going to play every day, and uh, so they were kind of pulling him out when he was facing lefties. Since he's played well this year, they're, they're sticking him there in the leadoff spot. So I expect, you know, get some home runs out of the guy, get some runs out of the guy top of the order. And I, I think he probably hits 270 and hits 20 home runs. So um, that's that's my pick. That's my that's my uh, that's my bat. All right. That's awesome. What do you think, Ned? I like Willie Cahoon. I think he strikes out a lot, um, which is always that sort of uh, limits upside. But. If he, he's still young, so he can figure it out. But um, that Texas team is kind of fun. They're free, you know, they're, they're, they run a lot. They sort of play a little small ball, but then I don't know. I, I think Willie Calhoun's an interesting pickup. And I think for some teams, especially if you've lost a big name player, uh, you might want to opt for the free agent with a higher ceiling mm-hmm. as opposed to the guy who's maybe a little hotter right now. And, and Willie Calhoun has a pretty high ceiling. You know, Willie Calhoun, if he, takes a step forward which is always a possibility when you're still young you know he could he could be a legitimate high level contributor you know he could also sort of flake out and strike out 40 percent of the time but then you just drop him and you go you go after somebody else so i i really like that i like both of those suggestions uh, right. for teams that are that are sort of maybe a little a little a c and and they if you and i think for in particular if you got a team where you're sort of you got a lot of question marks on your roster. You're more likely to want to go for one of those sort of the Willie Calhoun, mm-hmm. maybe in my opinion, over the Adam Wainwright, because you're going to try to go for a ceiling in hopes that maybe you can solidify one of your roster spots. Try to cut down on the churn. I, I like streaming. I think there's a time and a place for if you want to kind of churn through the hot bat. Catcher is always a fun place to do that. Um, pitchers, catchers, are, are catchers, that rough. I tried with catcher, although my dude fucking hit a home run today. Who did I pick up? Uh, he's on the Rays, I think. Zunino. My I don't Zunino. know. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Oh, uh, Travis, I saw you changed catchers. You uh, McCann, maybe you dropped him and picked up. Yeah, Grandal. Honest, I was I was bummed to see that because I really wanted a catcher, and even though Grandal's been cold, I mean he's still he's... a good player. If like, he that's... clicks in, he might just be a set it and forget it kind of guy. Exactly. Which is he just what a... Travis needs, another weapon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he hit a dinger today, so I'm feeling good about the pickup now. He's how a good hitter. Feel... How are you feeling about Shane McClanahan? Are you nervous on the dot or the raise where they just never yeah. have a predictable way of using the pitchers? I picked him up and immediately realized that he's not going to get quality starts because the Rays just put him out there for like four innings. But I watched the game that he pitched against the Angels and he was Real good. It's really good. Then the next outing he pitched was was he's got good stuff. He throws 100 miles an hour. Um, but I think the Rays are probably going to hold him back from being valuable in this league. So 
I don't know if I'm going to he, – he might be uh, the next man out on my team. Which is frustrating, though, because, like, the Rays – I mean, they're doing what I think is the right baseball move. You know, they're they're limiting their guys from seeing a third time through the order. Um, you know, they're just following the numbers, and, and I think they're making smart choices from a baseball perspective. But it, it really takes a lot of players out of contention from fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much value he has, but I, I, he's got good stuff. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to him for a bit. Well, you don't come. <laughs> so well, you're uh, the type of you're the type of team like where you have a lot of solid players. You might want to pick up a Wainwright if you have an injury that's short term. I think that's that's sort of the distinction I wanted to draw. Like if you have a lot of question marks, go for the ceiling. Maybe if you gotta go for the Calhoun. If you have a lot of solid pieces, you just need a temporary guy. Maybe go for the the guy who's hot, like Wainwright. For sure. Oh, yeah. Good advice, uh, Travis. While we have you. Is there anything, uh, anything else you want to say to the league while you're sitting on the throne? Because, uh, I mean, you got a pretty healthy lead, actually. I was going to talk shit and say you might be losing it soon. I'm but... coming for you. <laughs> Ned's coming. I'm a little nervous about Ned. Um, otherwise, um, I, I want to rematch with Britain. I, I just, you know, I feel like she's got, it. she's got more in her. You know, and that was like a lot of buildup. Like I said, I listened to the podcast. She didn't talk any shit to, to me. I don't know her though, but I, I feel like we could start to get something here where she starts <laughs> to talk some shit. I can, I don't know. I probably wouldn't talk shit back to her, but <laughs> it, it would be a, a healthy rivalry. <laughs> I, I was hoping a rivalry would build in this thing and have anything but that. So I, I didn't look at the matchups on the road, but I, I hope we cross paths again. And, and I, I hope, think you, you will. Know, we, we, you will. we get to that point again. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all I got. Well, cool. Well, let's, uh, we're going to take a quick look at this week's matchup and then we'll leave it there. And so, uh, we'll start with my team, the losing edge. Uh, I am playing Morgan's team. Uh, we got killing me smalls versus Torsten's team, John boys, neighbors versus Britain's bold team, George Brett party pants. You're playing remind Jack remind me set team versus Tony, me Tony's knee breakers, Dodger doggers versus steroids. No got baseballs versus Sammy's team and Alex's stinky team versus return of the raccoon. Uh, Ned, we're just going to make this a thing. Is it, what who am is I going to curse this week? Yeah. Who are you going to curse and who are you going to uh, bless? Cause it's, I'm going to, I'm cursing uh, Alex's stinky team against return of the raccoon, kind of the cellar dwellers going at it. Uh, <laughs> Will helped Alex meet the mother of his children. Uh, Will just got engaged. This is a sort of a lovelorn, uh, toilet bowl that we got going on here. So I feel very comfortable making this pick because if it's a shutout, then you know what? I, I don't even, that'll, I, there's not, it's very low, low risk here for them. Well, perfect. Well, we'll, we'll end it on that. Uh, Travis, thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. And uh, I hope the league listens to your wisdom because again, you're the one sitting on the throne, right? They should. Well, Thanks yes. for having me, guys. Of course. Oh, anytime, Travis. Come back soon. Uh, and everybody else, set your lineups. Set your lineups. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs>